Yurin Hossein trying to run right now. He is in the last six minutes of his 30-minute allotted window. Trying to get to Thank you for joining us. This is Paul Wilson with Diesel Performance Podcast, and I'm recording at Diesel Power Challenge 2018, an event sponsored by XDP, that's Extreme Diesel Performance, and hosted at ATS uh, Diesel Performance in Arvada, Colorado, just outside of Denver, so well above sea level. And that elevation is making a difference in today's event. Uh, This is day three of the event, or day three of the challenge, day two of the competition. So day one registration, great day, had a chance to meet all the guys. You got a chance to kind of hear from everybody. Uh, Then we went through the fuel consumption test, which is really a driving nightmare. Uh, The way it works is there's a load put on the dyno, and you're given a, a little computer screen to watch. And on that computer screen, it tells you how much load the dyno is applying to simulate different driving conditions, such as driving 60 miles an hour, up a 6% grade. And you have to keep the throttle at a very specific level to keep the arrow happy with the the accepted tolerance to to simulate that driving condition. So to keep your speed up in the acceptable window, uh, you really have to work the throttle very hard. Uh, We saw some real surprises. Um, Travis Richards with the uh, G56 in his uh, mega cab, blown away at the performance. It, It was definitely something everybody worried about that turned out not to be a big deal. He did a great job with it. Um, today, the elevation's playing a different role where it's not necessarily just working on the heat of the trucks, which is what really killed a lot of trucks yesterday. Uh, we saw Shane Merriman's truck go down with a, a DNF. Uh, Andrew Burke's truck, um, quite a few others, uh, went down with DNFs because they just it got too hot and they decided to pull the truck off the dyno don't go down the rabbit hole. Don't make that mistake of blowing up the truck on day one when you can get some points and then loop back and and try to do really well in the rest of the events. Uh, So here we are, day two, kicking off. It's the dyno. Uh, You'll hear a couple of references to this dyno as the heartbreaker. You'll hear a couple of references to guys always griping at Diesel Power Challenge about this specific dyno. Uh, It's a lot of things. It's the elevation. It's well, you know what? You're, you're going to hear from the drivers uh, all throughout the day today, and you're going to have a chance to really get an idea of what was it like and how did the mood change throughout the day and what did these guys think before they got strapped down to the rollers, what happened at the rollers, and then for the, with a lot of them, we tried to follow up afterwards, find out how did they feel about it after everything was said and done. So without any further ado, uh, let's get kicked off with the first part of Day 3 Diesel Power Challenge 2018. <laughs> What do you think? Sounded great. Waiting for the number to come up. Massive run from Garrett O'Sain. The entire crowd is piled around the monitor. Everybody just waiting to see them flash that little number. What was the number? 1052. 1052. 1934 torque. 10.52, 19.34 torque. The pit crew's headed right back inside the red tape. I don't know if these guys are going to try to make another run. They had about a 15-minute downtime. It looked like they were putting another stage of nitrous in, possibly, or adjusting the uh, the setup they had initially. Uh, it It is chaos. They are down to maybe four or five minutes. 
trying to get an official time left. What do, what do they got left over here? Got a minute 22 left. They got a minute 22 left. I don't know if these guys are going to be able to scramble to make another run. We'll find out. It's going to be pretty tight. They need to get started on the roller right away if they're going to do it. Now, you guys did just go through the details on this. If they start the run but don't make the number before that timer runs out, no points. If they, if they have it spooled up with one second left to go, then we'll give them the points. If they have it ready to rock, we'll give them the points. But if they're still kind of just trundling their way onto the rollers at zero, they got to abort. I love it. Okay, that seems fair. Getting a warning, don't, don't jump the gun, don't do something dangerous, but you got one minute. Doors are open. I think, I think that's the run, huh? Yeah, we only get three poles, so. What'd you guys work on there during the downtime? Uh, we swapped the solenoids because we had a week one um, do a new set, and we didn't up the jets or anything. We're just still spraying, um, you know, pretty conservative. Make sure we make it through the, the competition, see where we're at. Awesome. But what uh, what were you working on there? Uh, keeping the nitrous bottle at pressure, uh, getting these guys the tools they needed to change out those uh, solenoids and everything else. So, how do you feel about that last thirty minutes of your life there? Uh, it's pretty exciting. I love it. Awesome. Well, thank you for the pit crew from uh, Garrett Osin's truck, number 11. We're going to grab Garrett as soon as he gets off the dyno here. Cody Pulliam's on the dyno right now. Just made his first pull. Looks like 10.59 with a max torque of 15.59. Why did that one not count? It was a downshift. The downshift basically spikes the dyno, as he said. This is the rule. The vehicle's transmission must remain locked and a select in the selected transmit the, sam the sampling gear through an entire RPM sampling window while data is being recorded. Perfect. Okay, so there it is. We had a downshift during pole number two, spiked the dyno, saw a big number. Everybody got a little excited, but they heard the downshift right away. So here we are. This is the rerun of pole number two for Cody Pulliam. Uh, rolling on the dyno again, somebody a lot of experience with the rollers. Uh, it's hard to do it, man. Nerves are out, everybody's watching, you're on live feed. Uh, this is a, a lot of momentum is built up to this specific event. So for somebody even with as much experience as Cody has uh, to run into an issue like that, not totally surprising. Ramping up here for run number two. RPM's coming up. She's making some noise, starting to sing. Up over 3,700 RPM, that turbo's singing. Everybody's crowding in on the numbers again. Everybody wants to know what did that make? Comes over, 10.52, a little bit lower than his first pull. Um, pretty surprising, it sounded so rowdy. Uh, looks like I got 15.94 on the torque, 10.52.2 on the horsepower. Pit crew's back over by Cody, uh, ramping in. Looks like they're just having a little powwow, talking about what's gonna be next. Uh, we got some clarification on the downshift rule. We got a solid run number two with no downshift in it having a hard time breaking that 1050 uncorrected. Dimitri Millard and Tony Cook in the truck now. Uh, went through a, an attempt at a pull, but we didn't get any numbers out of it. I think they backed out of it or had an issue with the test window. Uh, something wasn't right and they decided not to push it further. The truck's off right now. Uh, Dimitri is sitting shotgun. Cody's behind the driver's seat. They've been having a pretty in-depth conversation about what to do and, and what the strategy is here, I would assume. Uh, they've now pulled in the dyno operator, uh, seem to be very animated uh, while discussing the situation with the uh, dyno operator. Uh, this is a very experienced operator. He has uh, been here, worked with ATS in the past for over six years, 
uh, has hosted and, and worked through uh, ATS's spring uh, dyno event, as well as the Diesel Power Challenge, who's invited out this year by T Diesel Power uh, Magazine. Uh, so he is here, he is very knowledgeable, he knows how to run these tests, how to work with these drivers, make sure that everybody's on the same page. Uh, looks like lights on, keys on, some coaching about uh, which, which gauges to watch. Dimitri seems to be looking like he's going to exit the truck. I'm not sure if he's going to sit shotgun for this pull or not. Uh, it's, a, it's all on Cody. He's the one behind the driver's seat. He's the one who got voted in. Uh, it'll be really interesting to see what they decide to do here. Cody Pulliam getting ready for his third and final pull. He's got plenty of time left on the dyno. Uh, ramping up here. Last pull. Speed's coming up. Test window's about to start, 65 miles an hour. That was the final shift in. Rolling right about 2,000 RPM. Creep into that test window. Rolling, 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 rolling. He's in it, letter E! Dimitri giving him some coaching from back on the sides here, letting him know when to call it cuts. Everybody rolling into the screen again. We all want to see that final number. Is he going to be able to beat the 1059 he put up, 1052 he put up last time? I'm the only one talking. Test stop, 1010. Looks like he's going to roll away in those 1050s. Trey Hutton rolling on the dyno now. Already our second Duramax of the day. Uh, he has Cody Pulliam, another competitor and operator of the uh, Northwest Dino Circuits Dino, sitting shotgun, helping coach him through this event. Really getting into it now. Shaking their heads, both of them shaking their heads inside the truck. This looks rough. Does not look like he is happy. Sadly to say, there was not the rush to the dyno after Trey Hutton's uh, final pull there. Seemed like everybody knew there was something up. Uh, Cody Pulliam's coming out from uh, Shotgun, riding with him. Dimitri Miller's rolling up to talk to him a little bit. I believe they got one more run, so that was pull number two. The numbers, if they're floating at all, are not what these guys are looking for. We're in the uh, 595, 650 range, uh, 1,200 foot-pounds of torque, uncorrected. Looking around for somebody with the time left. We got how much time on this one? How much time left? 21 minutes. These guys just started. These guys just started. 21 minutes. They got two pulls in. They got a lot of time to figure out what's up and what they're going to do. I don't know they have enough time to rig up nitrous on it, but we'll see what we can do here. I got Cody Pulliam here. Uh, we're going to try to sneak behind the line, get a couple of questions in with him. Cody, how did your run go? My run went good. I say I'm happy with it, and say made over three, four digits on the dyno, so I'm happy. That's it. You were looking for a thousand. Now you told me a thousand. You were going to be out, but you ran three poles at a thousand, right? Uh, yeah, I actually ran three poles at a thousand, and the downshift one was over 1,100, but a downshift and probably a shift spike. But if I would have been on that that second pass, if I would have been in the RPMs and didn't downshift, that would have been a good pass. So. Okay, good. So so usually you're the one running the dyno. This is the first time, you know, we've seen you at a big competition, national competition behind the driver's seat. How did that dynamic change feel? Um, it's definitely different. I'd uh, say 
competition is going to be hard and everything. The dyno is definitely stingier than mine at back home. And like I said, it's different. Let's say if I would have known earlier to not start so high in the RPM like I do back home, I think I would have been really good my first pass. But it happens. Truck lives. It's happy. Got a lot of nitrous through it. So it still lives. So You got Trey Hutton, who you're friends with, I take it? Yeah, yeah I'm friends with him. We're, we went and drove the truck last night, and it, it drove amazing and was easily over 60 pounds of booze constant and for some reason we're having an issue of it only making 40 to 50 so okay so he's not coming up on boost that's been the big thing holding him back on the numbers we're seeing 595 and 647 over there in the first two poles yeah i say it's not coming out on boost at all it's not even lighting so we're gonna up the rpms in it and instead of starting down low and see if we can get it on top of that other charger so now you've been riding shotgun with him are you a part of the pit crew for for trey hutton I'm not part of his crew. Um, I came here with one crew member, and we kind of, us Duramax guys, are helping everyone out, so, and just doing our best. I love it, man. Well, great job today, and uh, good luck tomorrow. And thanks. I say we're going to try. Truck's alive, so. <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. Andrew Morrison's first pull. I'd say a whole lot of thunder, not much lightning. 623 is all we put down for power on that. Uh, we know he's got a lot more than that under the hood. Let's see if he can get it to the rollers. How much corn power is that? They said they didn't fucking hook the back in this one. Did you see a hard? Yeah. Hard. I hopped on the dyno because they didn't have it strapped hard enough, so it spun the tires. So it'd be all right, though. Those yeah. Street tractors, you street have to tractor. suck them down yeah. hard. Yeah. We made we made 1,200 in third last year, so we'll stay in third gear this year and do the same thing. That's McCoy Black riding a pit crew with Andrew Morrison here talking a little shit back and forth with some of the other pit crew boys about uh, street tractors and whatnot. Should be pretty interesting to see what this thing puts down. Mechanical 12 valve, back on the dyno, making another pull, somebody's hopping out, twisting the bottle on the nitrous, I don't know if he just didn't have it open. A lot of advice out here for McCoy Black from the Foot Crew fans. See him purging the system. Creeping up towards 2,000 RPM, about 45 miles an hour. Gonna roll into that test window. I got a feeling he bumped up his RPM just a little bit. Here we go, let her eat. They're pulling up the graph uh, for one of the first times here so that you could actually see what, what is the dyno reading, what's the graph look like. Uh, they claim to have been spinning the back tires after the first pull at around 600 horsepower. This one came in around 640 as well. Uh, a lot of lot of discussion over this graph. I got KJ Jones next to me. What are your thoughts? Suspect that they were spinning the tires. You know, we addressed that. We looked at wheel speed, and, you know, it, it was kind of in the middle. It could have been or might not have been, you know what I mean? So to just correct that, we just tighten them down, but it repeated, you know what I mean? So uh, it, it might be might be all in. It looked like a nitrous shot happened and everything, but, I mean, we're not using corrected numbers. You have to understand that. But if you look at the corrected numbers, based on what he submitted to us, I think that's about ballpark for where he is with this truck. So, you know, that's about it. It is hard for a lot of these guys to wrap their heads around corrected and uncorrected numbers. People saying the dyno's stingy. Realistically, we're at altitude, so we know we're going to read a lower number. Weather correction is to correct for altitude. So I, I'm right there with you. As I'm looking at it, 
weather corrected, we're 800 horsepower on this setup. I, I believe is I don't know it for a fact, but I believe it's advertised or you know what he entered and said that it made was somewhere in the 900 area. So we're probably about close right now. Pretty close, man. Pretty close. All right. Well, thank you very much. Zach Scholes getting ready for run number two. Looks like he's got a little coaching coming from his pit crew. They got the hood down. They're getting everything buttoned up. Some communication with the dyno operator. I think they're about to fire this thing up and try to make another pass at it. The six, the six liter turned over. That's always a good sign. I got a member of the pit crew here. Any feedback? What happened? Uh, just letting it cool down and checking everything, making sure it's not too hot. I love it, man. Okay, managing times, just being safe. Yep, yep. Okay, anything strategic to use in all of the time you guys have, or was that just just an unplanned cool down? Just uh, just checking over everything and just making sure to cool it down some and make another run. I dig it. All right, man. Well, we're about to see this thing go. Let's find out what happens. Bringing up mile per hour now. Something popped. Grabbing the boots, they think maybe it's just a boot popped. Everything seemed tight. They got hands on all of it. That was not a that was not in a run. He did not get That was a run. We started sampling. That was a run. They started sampling. That was a run. This is his last shot. Yes, sir. Zach Skull's last shot here. Six liter trying to bring it back for for Diesel Power Challenge 2018. Holding steady. He's got the mile per hour. I think he's coming up on boost. He's checking his gauges. Coming into it harder. Bringing up the RPM. Another pop. Backed out. Backed out. He's shaking his head. I'm not sure. Not sure if that one was sampling. Not sure if that one was a run. I think he's coming into the spray too soon is the word on the street. Very unfortunate situation, and this happens at Diesel Power Challenge. Uh, this happens at Ultimate Callout Challenge. This happens at your local dyno events and your national dyno events. Um, it's a really, really tough thing to see because we know this is a beautiful truck. We know this truck is capable of making some serious power. Uh, the numbers that came across, I, I think he had a higher run previously. This one came in at 324 and 720 foot-pounds of torque. It's not what he was looking for, uh, I know that, but uh, we're going to talk to him here in a little bit and we'll find out what his thoughts were on the situation. All right, I'm here with Zach Skulls after his run on the dyno. Zach, how'd it go? Uh, our first run that we put down uh, wasn't bad. It was a good, uh, good first run, good test. Uh, after that, it wasn't exactly what we wanted. Um, we made our first run, swapped out for a, uh, a larger nitrous jet. Uh, what I was trying to do, my strategy basically was I knew we weren't going to have the high horsepower number, so I tried uh, I tried loading it down a little bit lower and coming in coming in harder sooner and spraying a little bit more nitrous to try and try and really get a high torque number to make up for what we weren't going to make on the big end. Uh, long story short, it just it, it didn't quite work for us. Um, the uh, the truck really wants to be wound up more to uh, to take that. Okay. Okay. So walk me through that. What does that mean? So you were you were coming on the nitrous too early for the rest of the setup on the truck. The 
Essentially, yes. Uh, we were coming. We were bringing in too much nitrous too soon in order to try and cheat the system to get get our get our torque number higher for an overall higher combination between the horse and torque. Uh, we probably coming in that low. We would have been better off probably sticking with the jet that we had in it. Uh, we saw that we still had plenty of fuel left to clean up after that first pass. That's why we made that that switch. And uh, like I say it just didn't work out the way we wanted it to. Okay, no problem, no problem. Tell me about was swapping out the bottles. I saw a blowtorch and a tank sitting next to the truck on the dyno. What's going on there? What was the strategy? Essentially what we're trying to do there is we're trying to keep the nitrous bottle at a specific maintained pressure. That way uh, when when we go and we when we hit the jets, um, we have we know that we have X amount of PSI of nitrous spraying at, at this point in time, um, try and help with a little bit more consistency. Okay, okay, good stuff, man. Uh, do you know what your final numbers came out to then? I don't know what our final number was. Oh, it was at 16 combined, roughly? Okay, so right in that ballpark, okay. Uh, what's your strategy going into tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow, we're just gonna um, try and play the field, see how everybody else does. Uh, we're gonna work, try and use the uh, use the the truck set up to our advantage as far as the quarter mile or i'm sorry the the eighth mile trailer tow and in, in the obstacle course uh as compared to the a lot of the guys that are going to get us on the quarter mile we'll try and try and keep them in the short game gotcha all right man well i'm glad to hear it you guys are killing it truck looks great uh glad to see you guys are doing well we'll talk to you again tomorrow thank you much all right, guys, back in after the lunch break. Shane Merriman just made his first pass on the dyno. Uh, beautiful truck, 74 F250, compound, compound turbocharged, 5.9 liter. Looks like he's just right at that 800 horsepower mark on his first pull. I know these boys were hoping for something a little bit more. Uh, they were definitely thinking if they hit 1,000, they were going to call it good. So anything in the four digits, they were going to be happy. Uh, they have this name floating around at the challenge, calling this dyno the heartbreaker. Um, we'll see, man. This is going to be a tough one. There was a noise during Shane Merriman's uh, first pull here on the dyno. Pretty loud pop. Uh, we're going to see if there is any damage. Moving down into the, uh, the zone right now to see what happened. The smoke is starting to clear out of the dyno bay. Reeks like soot. We got Shane here. Shane, how'd it go first pull? Uh, I didn't do too bad. Uh, there's a lot left more in it. Uh, we blew a boot, so we got plenty of time. We're going to get that fixed up and make another pull. Love it, man. Yeah, we heard the pop. Wanted to make sure everything was okay. So it looks good. It's just a boot. You're back at it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Good. Fixed up. Back at it. All right. Early into the afternoon, Shane Merriman, first truck on the dyno after the lunch break. We had a boot issue. Heard you revamp. I think I heard another boot issue at the end. How did it shake down for you? Well, we blew our own boots off. So, um, yeah, I mean, first time we blew the boot, it actually ripped. And then uh, we got a spare. Second time. It just slipped out. Uh, I mean, you build a truck the best you can. Altitude, different uh, different dynos, it'll test it. So it did good. Okay, okay. How did it shake down? What, what number did you end up with? Uh, well, I think I ended up with uh, like 890-something. Okay. Um, so, I mean, it was, it's a respectable number for it, what it is. And uh, good thing is the truck's together. Temperatures were good. EGTs were good. Uh, we'll just get it, uh, get it bulletproofed and... We'll be at the track. So would you say yesterday's fuel consumption test or today's dyno run was harder on the truck? Oh, the, the uh, fuel consumption test was definitely hard. I think it was hard on a lot of trucks. Um, I mean, you're you're testing your truck, you know, 20 minutes, half hour through all RPMs. Um, 
I mean, at this altitude, high EGTs, low boost, I mean, it's a struggle. So I think uh, that was a struggle for a lot of trucks, and I think you're going to see some of the trucks really shine from here on out. Okay, okay, I'm excited for it. How much spray did you guys uh, throw at it today? Uh, everything. So it was, uh, we, we had a uh, 123 jet in it, and uh, it was still climbing. It was, the Dynagraph showed it was still climbing in, in horsepower uh, when, the, when it let loose the second boot. So I'm positive that uh, there's at least another 100 plus horsepower on the table at this altitude, which you know equals to you know 1,100 back at home. So it, I think we're doing good. Awesome, man. Well, I'm excited. Truck looks great. Uh, we're excited to see you guys compete tomorrow. All right, thank you. All right. Well, you heard it from the drivers. Uh, spirits are high as we roll into this. Uh, these interviews went very, very quickly. So that that's why it's only one or two minutes a piece because these guys are going to get lined up for their trucks. They're trying to rush to watch the next guy go up and get on the dyno. Uh, everybody's talking about a thousand horsepower. I mean, even the guys who won't commit to a number to me, they, they just, everybody's knows their truck will make a thousand horsepower. And everybody knows this is a tough dyno. This is, and it's not that it's a tough dyno. It's that we're using uncorrected numbers. We're a mile above sea level. Uh, that elevation matters. Uh, so if we're looking at an uncorrected number, that's just what it is. When we look at weather correction factors later on in the day, some of them still make sense. And some of them, there's other there's other things that are going on. So we're, we're going to dive into that and try to get some recaps and some feedback as we go throughout the week here. Uh, hopefully as time passes, guys open up a little bit on how much they're willing to share about some of the problems that they ran into. 